G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Something special coming up this weekend which really does ring a bell and it will do for a lot of people. A National Day of Prayer for what's called Madeline and All Missing Children. Uh, let's talk through what this means. It's an international day of prayer. So uh, Jenny Stokes from Salt Shakers joining us. Hello, Jenny. Welcome back to 2020. Hello, Neil. Great to be back. Jenny, this is very interesting because for a lot of people, a lot of families, a lot of individuals who've gone through their own uh, difficulties, uh, who've had missing children, who've uh, had children or been children who've been abused physically or sexually, uh, all sorts of ways that children are mistreated and exploited around the world. This International Day of Prayer for Madeline and all missing children is actually a, a fabulous focus. Well, that's, that's right, and uh, of course it's prompted by Madeleine McCann, and uh, Madeleine McCann is a little girl who was three years old when she disappeared, and this Sunday will actually be eight years since she disappeared from having a holiday with her family in Portugal, and they were an English family, they'd gone there on holidays, they were staying in an apartment, parents were having dinner, and the child disappeared. And uh, really nothing has been found. There have been all sorts of investigations. Um, just two or three years ago, Scotland Yard and, and the Met Police in Britain actually reopened investigations because uh, some more evidence came out. And, and certainly people were reporting that they had had similar cases and other children had disappeared and had uh, been attacked or whatever in the same area, um, including in the same apartment unit. So with some of that information, there's actually an ongoing investigation, but uh, it's certainly the parents of, of Madeline were distraught at the time and still are because, you know, eight years on, they have, there's no information about what happened to, to Madeline McCann. And so that's sort of the background. That's who Madeline is. So it's sort of named after her. But it's really a bigger focus on children who are missing in all sorts of circumstances and also abuse, sexually abuse, um, trafficking. There's a whole range of different things where children are abused and exploited around the world. So this is really a day to focus on children who, you know, are outside where, you know, they should be with their families and, uh, and communities and, and, uh, and suffering from that. So an International Day of Prayer this weekend on Sunday, for a lot of people, Jenny, they'll say, well, what difference will it make if I do spend some time uh, reflecting on and committing to prayer the issues of Madeline and all these missing children and those children who've gone through uh, all sorts of different exploitation? Uh, what are your thoughts on the difference that prayer can make? Well, I think we just have to look at some of the outcomes of, of that. And we've, we've seen cases where, you know, there was one case, for instance, where um, girls were, were actually kidnapped and then held hostage for many, many years, um, uh, a case in America. And, and many years later, they were actually able to escape their captors, you know, quite miraculous ways of doing that. Um, other missing children being rescued from captivity and slavery and some of the organizations, ministries that are actually set up to help girls escape um, slavery and captivity and, and prostitution and so on in some of the 
uh, overseas countries and there are ministries actually helping with that. And so we've seen successes in some of those sort of things. And I think, you know, even uh, one of the prayer points that the Australian coordinator mentions is that closure for grieving parents who can finally lay their beloved children to rest. And sometimes the outcomes are not what we would want. The, the child isn't returned and they find that the child has died or, or is a, you know, hasn't survived the disappearance, the kidnapping, the abuse, whatever it might be. But I think for some parents, knowing what happened can actually give some sort of closure. And certainly for Madeline's parents who have no idea what happened to their child, it's an ongoing grieving process. So sometimes the sadness of finding what happened is actually helps to bring closure as well. Prayer is very powerful. When we pray, we expect to see some level of divine intervention into those circumstances. But there's a lot more happening in the life of a person who prays. And of course, it's not just the hand of God that moves, but it's God who moves our own hearts. It's God who moves whole communities and whole nations. Uh, This is why prayer is so important. Well, that's that's right. And certainly as we pray, we actually, you know, if we pray according to the will of God, then he actually acts in in that way. And sometimes, you know, people will say, well, I didn't get an answer to my prayer. But often prayer is answered by not getting the answer that we've specifically asked for if that's not in line with God's will. And sometimes that can be a hard thing. Um, But we've seen, you know, evil flourish or it seems to flourish. But we as Christians need to always be be praying to be standing up against that. And, uh, you know, I think then we see some of these answers to prayer. We've seen exposure, certainly in the last year, and particularly in Britain, some of the exposure of the pedophile networks that have been run, the child pornography and other things. And we've seen exposure of those movements over the last few years, and certainly due to the diligence of the police forces. But I remember one story of a little boy who'd been um, abused by a pedophile network, and it was like, you know, one person said, look, I was walking past a, a TV screen and I happened to see this child. And it was actually a henna tattoo that the child had that he recognized from another film that they'd monitored. And they were able to track down this child from this and therefore, you know, actually bring a whole pedophile network uh, to account. And they were doing pedophilia and child pornography and other things. So it's sometimes, you know, it's the answer to prayer. So people are praying that these networks, the abuse will be exposed and, you know, God plants in, you know, that that picture was on that screen for an officer to see who'd actually seen a similar photo. And, you know, sometimes it, it's those little things that we see as miraculous that um, that are bringing that exposure, bringing to light what's in the darkness. And, um, you know, the, the light exposes the darkness. And I think that's what, as Christians, we see that the answer to prayer is that, that some of these things are being exposed. It's also, I think, you know, if we're talking through this issue of prayer, uh, it's as though this sinful nature that we all have is more inclined to neglect and ignore those important issues. And uh, particularly when it comes to this type of focus here, where we're talking about uh, an international day of prayer for missing children, exploited children. But there is a sense, isn't there, when we pray, the whole focus changes because our focus is then on God and not on ourselves and our own selfishness and our own sinfulness and our own neglectfulness. But it all of a sudden raises the possibilities uh, that where God intervenes, uh, children will actually be saved. 
Well, I, I think that's right. And certainly one of the prayer points in the prayer starts with, we pray, Lord God, for your divine protection and perfect peace to be with Madeleine McCann and all missing children around the world, that no matter what circumstances they're in, God will actually look after them and uh, they will actually know his peace and that he'll be with them so that they won't be alone and sometimes that's in the middle of that there you know if you have children in the midst of this terrible situation that don't know why they're there they feel as though they've got no one to turn to and so we can pray for God to be actually be interacting with that child and I think that's incredibly powerful too. Uh, Jenny you're going to have an item about this on your website at Salt Shakers uh, is is there a, a list of prayer points that people can focus on? That's right. We've sent out an email this week with the prayer points, with the message from the organisers and an actual prayer, suggested prayer, and, and some of the, the ones that I've mentioned from the Australian coordinator talking about what has actually been exposed, what's been found over these last few years with praying. This is the seventh year it's been held. It's been he- held every year since Madeline disappeared. And so they, they are all on our website. So the, the actual points, the prayer itself, is all on our website so people can access that. And we'd encourage people in their churches this week to, to pray for these children so we can do it in private. But because it's on Sunday, which is actually eight years to the day since Madeline disappeared, it's, it's a great opportunity to be praying in our churches that, that all of the other people who perhaps haven't seen our email and haven't seen this prayer can really understand um, the significance of praying for these children and the importance of praying for these children who are missing, abused, exploited and other things um, and that God has a heart for them. Um, Even though we may feel as though we can't do very much, as you said, when we pray that God actually intervenes, God actually can actually communicate and interact with them. Well, listeners, simply Google Salt Shakers and uh, you'll be able to access some information or at least get onto a mailing where you can get some information about the International Day of Prayer for Madeline and All Missing Children. It's coming up this Sunday. It's the seventh annual prayer day for uh, this particular focus and uh, always good getting your insights and an interesting topic to be talking about here today with you, Jenny Stokes, and thanks so much for, uh, for sharing your heart with us. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.